I don't know if it's going to be different. No, it's not really going to be different, but it's going to be just a back. Um, welcome back. No, no, no. What am I saying? We're back. Okay, <laughs> and we're just going to talk about where we've been and update you guys, basically. That's really it. Yeah. And maybe if you guys follow us on Instagram, if you don't, you should. You might have noticed mm-hmm. that one of us went to Umrah. I went to Umrah. <laughs> so, um, yep, inshallah, that. we'll have a proper in-depth umrah video not video episode for you guys yeah so like hamda how have you been i've been really good alhamdulillah i feel like we've both mm-hmm. you know what is so weird i feel like i've said this before on the podcast as well we always go through the same stages of life but it, like independently like we don't even know we're going for it do you know what i mean like it mm-hmm. happens very frequently so we've both been obviously absent from the podcast but we've both been like going through our own journey of like finding ourselves, um, connecting with Islam a bit more. And modesty with like Jopa. Yeah, like I feel like the last time we recorded, um, like the last time we posted a video, I mean a po- an episode to now we're very different people. Yeah, Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. It's Alhamdulillah. been good progress. Yeah, and it's it's like, I feel like majority of it is due to modesty. And we want to talk a, a whole episode about it, but we kind of just want to delve mm-hmm. a little bit into it. So Tanya, what has really changed with your modesty journey? And where are you right now? And where was you before? Um, I feel like I'm going to go more in depth mm-hmm. during the Umrah and the modesty video, but... Um, Episode. Sorry, yeah, episode. <laughs> but um, since going Umrah, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I started wearing jilbab, and Alhamdulillah, like I love it. I don't know if you guys yeah. might have remembered from a previous episode if you watched it, but the last Modesty episode we did, I mentioned that like I only started wearing hijab full time, like kind of recently, like I think in like sixth form and like pandemic times was when I started wearing it full-time and so to kind of jump I'd never had like a bio stage or anything like that I just jumped straight to like wearing jilbab I love it mm-hmm. yeah alhamdulillah and the crazy thing is like we've both kind of witnessed our journeys um but yeah mm-hmm. also in the last episode in the modesty episode I remember talking about how I was um like struggling with like makeup and like beautification and but I, at that mm-hmm. stage like I was learning about like how it's impermissible in Islam and I was like it was I feel like with um modesty especially with like with women you kind of need to learn the the dangers and like this like, what was the word the punishment in order for you mm-hmm. to kind of back away from it so I feel like that's kind of the journey I went through and yeah I feel like we just both I, I don't know what I'm saying <laughs> no, I get what you mean. Like, we've both changed a lot. And also, me right now, I feel like I'm in... You know how you mentioned before, like, we kind of go through the same journey at, like, different times. Like, right now, I'm going through that journey yeah, of, like, yeah, yeah. trying to stop wearing makeup. And, 
like I've already stopped wearing perfume. Yeah. Like I do not wear any perfume at all. Like fragrance is a no-no. Um, inshallah, I hope you guys can find some motivation in hearing us talk about this. Yes, I feel like we both kind of came um, a long way. However, we still got a long way to go. Do you know what I mean? Um, now we yeah. know like mm-hmm. what a lot expects of us. I feel like the worst stage is to in the, is in the ignorant stage when you don't know what you're doing is wrong and that you're sinning. But as long as, um, you know, once you kind of recognise your faults and you're working towards it and you're making da'a, um, yeah, it's just, it gets easier. But yeah, my um, journey is now I'm like wearing chilbab and everything. And honestly, I, I can't wait to talk about it in the modesty episode because the way it kind of came about, it was so accidental. Like I didn't have the intention. I remember I told you, I think it was you, where I basically said, mm-hmm. oh, I can only see myself wearing chubab when I have a child. Oh my God, I remember that. Yeah, and it's crazy how things work out because only Allah knows what the future holds. But um, but yeah, next step, I don't know about you, but next step, inshallah, is actually the naqab because inshallah. Inshallah, I'm hoping you can reach that step. I know for me, I, I hope oh. I can talk about this more in the Majesty episode, but like obviously yeah. I'm a new jubab wearer. And I'll tell you Hamza as well, like, yeah. I got shouted out randomly for wearing jilbab. It was very yeah. weird and uncomfortable. Like, I get a lot of stares and things like that. And so I feel like, inshallah, I'm, I'm mm. really hoping one day, you know, I, I, I'll i stop caring about all that stuff and I'll find it easier, inshallah. But mm-hmm. I know for now, because I'm like a new where I do find it kind of scary to go out on my own sometimes. Yeah, even though you honestly, I feel like you've done so much better than me. Like mm-hmm. you really just really adapted to it. And the the thing is, you've Tanya, you've got more than me. You've actually got more than me. <laughs> <laughs> I know, no, but I'm not even joking when I say you are the reason I'm wearing it. It's like, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what sisterhood does. Like I'm not joking. Yeah, you motivated me and introduced me to Jabab. Like, I didn't even really know what that was. I'm not going to lie. Like, I only saw older Somali women wear it. Like, I don't think like, yeah, yeah. that is all. <laughs> and, like, I know as an Asian, you know, Indian girl, like, I don't think I've ever seen any Indians really wear it. Mm. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You, you, like, in my head, it's, like, it's such a big step because in my community, Somali women, they, it's, like, a norm. Like back home, that's it. It doesn't matter about your highest level. That's just the norm. The dress code is where you're about back home, but um, it's mm-hmm. different for you know like your community. So that's why I'm just like Allahum barik. Like you should be so so proud. It's it's from the permission of Allah. We didn't do anything really and truly think about it. That yeah, that's true. Honestly, it was written and that's what happens for you. Exactly. But okay, let's. We'll, but obviously, we'll go into that further, inshallah, in the future in the modesty episode. Including mm-hmm. um, just about what you said, how you said um, you get like stares and a woman shouted at you. We kind of like came to a conclusion why people do that. But we'll mm-hmm. also talk about that in the Modesty episode. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, what else? Oh yeah, can you uh, answer Umrah? I was yeah. honestly, when you told me, I was so excited as if you told me, Ham, that I got you a ticket. That's how excited I felt. <laughs> Honestly, I, you know, the thing is, yeah, it was so smooth. Like, we, my dad literally came to us and he was like, oh, do you guys want to go Umrah? And I was like, oh my God, like, I do, I really did want to go. Like, and then the next day we booked the tickets 
and everything like the visa everything went through within like the same day and like even the hotel booking literally when I say everything went through in one sitting it all happened and it was like you could tell it was just meant to be and it was literally the color of Allah that we were meant to Mm -hmm. go and I did get COVID but (laughs) it was still the most amazing experience and I'm not joking when I say like I I yearn to go again you know me too like I genuinely like your snaps and you like taking videos it just felt like home do you know what I mean I know that genuinely obviously I want to save a lot of it for the Umrah episode yeah that's true when I say like the minute like I laid eyes on the Kaaba like I'm not joking I actually sobbed Mm. I couldn't explain it like an out-of-body experience because yeah. it's like your body's just doing it it's not like you thought of it no, to do it genuinely i'm not even joking to you like the second i realized i was staring at the camera i was like it just my eyes were watching oh, yeah. i was actually sobbing and it was like oh it was just so much peace like genuinely and my before i left my uncle told me he was like that is the only place you ever feel peace and i was like i was like you know obviously i didn't doubt it I'm not even joking, like, yeah. that was so true. I've never felt so much peace and so much happiness and contentment in my life. I I really want to be again. So I know I just came back, like, less than two months ago, but I want mm. But, like, you feel like you belong there. As in, the thing is, with people, they say, oh, you know, obviously, like, aside from politics and everything, obviously Saudi Arabia, and there's a lot mm. that goes on in that country, but you cannot deny that Mecca and Medina is... I mean, the home, the land of the Muslims, you know, the only two places, the two cities that the the Jal will not come into. Do you know what I mean? There is definitely some peace that you will not find anywhere else. Yeah, and I just, uh, it was just amazing. Like, guys, if you ever think about going Umrah, like, inshallah, you can. I really yeah. hope everyone can go at least once in their life. Yeah, may Allah invite us all to his house very soon. I remember I went when I was... I don't know how old I was. I was quite young. Like, I definitely younger than 15 years old. And I don't remember much of it, but I just remember the feeling. And it was just, like, it was amazing. Like, the feeling I got, and mm-hmm. we was always at the Haram, we was always um, praying Fajr there. We mm-hmm. prayed Eid Salah there. And it was just like, this is where I want to be. But obviously, as a kid, you don't have that transform- mm-hmm. transformative kind of experience the way um, adults probably do. But... Um, it just shows you whether you're a child, whether you're an adult, like your natural fitrah, your inclination is just to be, um, you know, where where the land of Muslims and, you know, places that a lot of Muslims uh, are located. Um, that's that's enough of that. We'll delve into mm-hmm. that topic in our episode. So yeah, get ready for mm-hmm. that, guys, inshallah. But um, yeah, what else? Oh yeah, I started going, well, I mean, it's been a very long time since, but I started going to the masjid mm-hmm. and taking classes. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. One advice I'd give, especially in the summer, since there's so many classes everywhere, I forget <laughs> that I'm a grown woman. I'm a 20-year-old woman. And I feel like sometimes I just sit there. And like, obviously, I talk to people, but it's like I get shy. And I'm like, there's probably 15-year-olds. I need to be mm-hmm. the one saying, you know, slamming all the girls and making them feel welcome. But I still feel like I'm 17 at heart, but I'm a 20-year-old woman. Do you know what I mean? No, I get exactly what you mean. I feel also like the pandemic just took my two years away from me. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I don't feel like we've kind of fit into that adult kind of person. Like you're 21 this year, inshallah. 
It's like, I do not feel like it at all. No, that's a big adult. Like, that's actually adult. That is, oh, mashallah, but, but but yeah, what's the thing? So yeah, I would recommend everyone to go. Number one, um, for the sisterhood, you like, I feel like you need to immerse yourself with the dean, especially when we're in mm-hmm. London and the UK and the West. There's just there's not much um, of that like Islamic culture. Number two. Yes, you mm-hmm. can like listen to online lectures and learn from it online. Of course, you can do loads of stuff online. But like, there's sometimes where I'll be listening to the lecturer and then the, the study is talking, and then I'll just be like, oh, what did he say? Or what does this word mean? Because he uses a lot of Arabic terms. And it's like, you benefit from other sisters because they, they understand stuff that you don't. Do you understand? It's like a normal classroom. Like, you're going to benefit from your peers in yeah. some way and what is better than beneficial yeah. knowledge that's going to help you and i hope inshallah everyone can work towards improving their deen 100 percent um may allah allow us to get to um what you call it elevate our ranks in this life and the next one thing i just wanted to comment also i feel like with this whole transformation as well i feel like with our podcast i, f- I don't know if you feel it as well i feel like we should center it more on like the deen Mm, yeah. Only because it's, I, we're both really passionate and interested in it. And it feels a bit forced when we talk about other stuff. Like, the, tell them about that experience we had where we recorded, what was it? <laughs> when you're talking about the school one. Yeah, and we're so <laughs> unpassionate and unmotivated. No, it, it, yeah, yeah. I can't lie. I, yeah, because I feel like even when we talk day to day, like when we meet up, the dean is always mm-hmm. in our conversation. Like, we will always mention mm-hmm. something about Islam or we'll always link it back to Islam. So it's like, what you're hearing right now is genuinely our authentic conversations. It's how we are. But like, mm. we try to talk about like maybe things that are like people might want to hear. For example, you know, how to help with doing exams or like when we spoke about X and things like that. Like we could only do one episode and then we were like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to continue this. Because <laughs> it just wasn't us. It didn't feel authentic it's just not how we are you know <laughs> um, you know what is i think we tried but we realized nah like it's not gonna the episode is not gonna be interesting if we're not interested in it yeah exactly that yeah i think that's basically that's all the updates and um just stay in stay tuned for the modesty episode the armor episode and yeah a couple of other episodes but just just like a disclaimer we're not really going to be trying to um film or record episodes that people might like we're just going to record what we think what we think about and what we talk about yeah because we want this to be you know authentic we don't want to make it sound forced anything like that because it is a bit hard harder for us to record because we kind of just get really uninterested and also it's like at the end of the day like one day we're actually going to die and we want this to be like like we want people to benefit from it and not just waste time talking about rubbish do you get what mm. I mean? Like we want people to listen. Be like, oh, I did not know that. Like, oh, I learned a new hadith today, or I learned something like that. Okay, so Imam Shafi'i, rahimahullah, said, "There's not hadith; it's just a quote by Imam." Conceal your hardship so much, so the people presume you are blessed and have an easy life. Okay, guys, thank you for listening. We've been your host, Hamda and Tanya, and you've been listening to Nora Journals. See you next time.